It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX, place a $1 bet on any NFL game, you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. PD, Talking game... about scoring points. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> game one of 82, you know... Well, first... <laughs> a toast. A toast. Leah? Our first post-game. First live post-game... Cheers, cheers, Ki- cheers, Coyotes fans. Coyote fans, and I'm drinking the Rattle on Red Ale. And I'm drinking the Diamondback the beer. Kachina Throwback Ale. So we're going from one tank team to another. <laughs> cheers. Aaron cheers. is also cheersing. Cheers. Cheers. That's one one thing about PHNX. They encourage us to look at the fans. Like, no, they encourage us to be a fan. And yes. relax. The game's over. Have a beer. If you're at home and you watch that one, you can... Go grab another one. And and let's be real, it's going to be a long season for Coyotes fans. And tonight was, you know. Oh. Well, this, <laughs> this was tough. This was tough. Uh, you know, off the bat, you're 40 seconds in, you're down one nothing. Clearly, that was not the game plan. Um, the 8-2 to two score, do I think it was an 8-2 game? No. See him. <laughs> Now can you hear me? You're good. We're good. Just keep going. Just when I hear me. We'll figure it out. <sighs> um, yeah, Shane, do you like that? The scratch? Oh, she likes Leah's shirt. If you oh, come yeah. into work, you get free shirts. Look Shane. at that. Um, but, the, but the game isn't an A2 score. I, I, I thought there were moments in that game where I thought the Coyotes were even the better team. I thought they had really good scoring chances. I thought... I thought the difference tonight was the goal tending. Um, you know, Merz, Merzlinkis was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and you got to look at the pregame ceremony where you talk about the passing of his you know, fellow goaltender and teammate and what that meant to him. I mean, are we surprised he had a great game? Like, yeah. I think that was kind of what was expected, right? Um, and unfortunately, at the other end, I, I don't think that was what Carter Hutton was expecting to do on his first night as a Coyote. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't a matter of the Coyotes not having chances. The Coyotes ended the game with 38 shots on goal. The difference was the Blue Jackets uh, were had a, were shooting at thirty percent, so thirty percent accuracy, to, and uh, that's just not. That's gonna, like basketball teams, right? Yeah. Like so Espo so yeah. Saying. So Espo said that the um, Charlotte that Columbus was shooting at a better rate than the Charlotte Hornets NBA team was shooting in their game last night. So yeah. <laughs> that just goes to show you it's it shouldn't be like that in hockey. It yeah. should not. Um, so, I mean, you're right. It does come down. We saw some amazing, amazing things from the Kraus-Keller-Schmaltz line. They, there were some really good chances for the Coyotes a few times. But like you said, Merzlikens kind of was a, a big difference maker for Columbus on the one hand and Hutton on the other hand for the Coyotes just wasn't the game I'm sure he wanted, like you said. And we talked about it in the preseason, too. And and I wonder what the thinking behind the goaltending for the entire preseason was. Craig and I talked about each game who is starting these preseason games. Like, Are they getting enough ice time? Carter Hutton played five periods in the preseason, and he didn't play the last game. He hasn't played in nine in days. Nine days, yeah. So, so unless there was an injury that we didn't know about, I don't understand the thinking of not having your starting goalie play in nine days. You usually want the goalie seeing game action, seeing the puck a lot. I felt bad for him. Like He, he just he was clearly frustrated. They were going to leave him in there for all eight. It's a tough night. And now... That's the first game you played with your new team. Wow. What do you do in the next game? Like it, it's a hard mental hole to dig out of. Um, 
And speaking of mental holes, I mean, the Blue Jackets scored 40 seconds into the first period, and they scored 35 seconds into the second. So you're already starting at a mental disadvantage, you know, from at least a goaltender perspective, and maybe the whole bench as well. Like, you know, you come in, fresh perspective, 5-1 and one in the preseason, kind of ever there's kind of been this vibe I feel like like maybe the Coyotes won't be as bad as everyone thinks they will and 40 seconds in one nothing and it's a puck deflected and it's a tough play like he, a lot of the pucks that went in on hunting tonight were deflected or tipped off something and there were a lot of things you know, I'm not blaming Carter Hunton for this. Yeah. He, you know, it's not his fault. He just wasn't as sharp as he probably needed to be to get a win here tonight. Offensively, they had chances. They had great scoring chances. There was a play in the second period between Schmaltz, Keller, and Kraus, tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. This might be some of the best hockey Clayton Keller's played in a long time. Yeah, and he got that goal at the end there. Which Gets was, the power play yeah. goal late. Yeah. Keller was skating. I thought he yeah. looked good. Again, there are bright spots that you can take from this. So I don't want it to be all doom and gloom. We can't sit here and have a parade yet either. Yep. Um, but there were some bright spots in this game. And Clayton Keller, to me, was one of them. I thought he skated well. He passed the puck well. He looked good on the power play. Great shot. And that's what we talked about Clayton Keller needing to do. He has a shot that can beat goaltenders clean. He just doesn't get that yeah. shot often enough. It was good to see him score on the power play because their first power play in the first period, they, were, they had zero shots at all. So kind of, you know, if we're going to take away some positives there to see the evolution of the power play as the game went on. Yeah. There were a lot of penalties in that game. It was a... And that breaks the flaw. And I just looked at Nay saying it seemed like they had a, at least a system in the preseason. What happens... During games like this, a couple things. One, power plays and penalty kills break the rhythm of the game. And then when you're behind 4-1, 5-1, the game just changes. Like you're you're so far behind, you're taking chances you shouldn't cha- take. You're mentally playing the game differently now because you know it's such a major hill to climb. I don't know if their systems changed. It just gets harder to play a game when you're down five to one. You knew the momentum was all in all in Columbus's favor. And the crowds responding to the pregame ceremonies. It was just, yeah. And it it's, their, it's their home opener too. Right. The fans, like it's the first time full capacity fans back in the arena. I mean, that's, that's a new thing for everyone. And like you said, that pregame ceremony was emotional. The team had something to rally behind. Um, talking again about the special teams. So Columbus was two for three on their power play. Um, the Coyotes were one for four. So everyone capitalized on the power play at some point, but, Two for three. Two for three. The numbers, the numbers offensively for Columbus are staggering. Like yeah. they have a shooting percentage of thirty percent, unheard of. And some of their players individually had phenomenal, phenomenal games. Max Domi, former Coyote, um, you know, he he that probably felt good for him to get some some uh, action against his old squad. One goal, two assists. Plus three for him on the night. So yeah, and we talk about Connor Timmons, the comment on the screen, and, and he's yeah. a guy that again, all the hype going into preseason. Connor Timmons is this. Connor Timmons is that. I, and I kept saying, hey, hang on, he hasn't played that much. The sample set's not there yet. And we talked about him playing farther down in the lineup. They they paired him right Were off the bat. Were you surprised to see that? I was to see him with Chicken right off the bat. We talked about it all season. He was going to be in the second pair with Gostas Bear, maybe even the third pair, and he plays with Chicken. And I don't know if. One name we're not talking about tonight is Jacob Chikrin. Like, I, I didn't see him. Yeah. There was no big boomer from the power play. There was just no 
it just didn't happen for him. So I, I don't know, you know, the Connor Timmons, the, when the, the play loses his stick on, he turns the puck over on the four on four. Great player, high end skill, but just pump the brakes a little bit. It's going to take some time. And you're right. Maybe, maybe it's not playing top minutes with Jacob Chikrin right now out of game one. I think he's got, he's got some things to learn. I, offensively moves the puck up the ice. Well, he looked really strong. But defensively, we talked about that's a harder position to play. Yeah. So you give him some time. Another um, interesting position change that from what we predicted was Christian Fisher was um, on the center line to start the game. Yeah. And it's, you know what? We had Fish on the show. And I tell you what, with Christian Fisher, you're getting an honest effort every game. Fish worked hard. I thought he looked good. His face off. You know, he's going to have to do some work in the center ice circle. You know, he's under 50%. Ideally, he'd like to be around that 50% mark on the face-off circle. And and he was well below that tonight. Um, But his effort was there. And again, Christian Fisher is a guy that was just looking for ice time. He played five on five. He played power play and on the penalty kill. He's getting a lot of ice time because of his work ethic. So again, another bright spot. And no matter how the score looks... The standings tomorrow are 0 and 1. The yep. Tampa Bay Lightning, two-time Stanley Cup yeah. champions, started off 0 and 1. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that this is, you know, <laughs> comparing it, the Coyotes to the Tampa, to Tampa Bay, Bay Lightning. But it is. They only lost <laughs> once tonight. They didn't lose two or three times. Yeah. They lost once. Yeah, it's and it's, it's, it's an L on the score sheet. Whether it was a 1-1 close game, you know, 2-1 at the last second versus 8-2, sure. it's it's still a, a loss on the score sheet. And look at the scoreboard around the league tonight. The Buffalo Sabres, who were another maligned team that were saying it's not going to have a good season and they're battling for last, they beat the Montreal Canadiens 5-1. to one. That, okay. And the Canadiens were in the Stanley in Cup the final. Finals. So again, it goes to, this is one of those sports, and, and we, we look at DraftKings, this is a tough one. And, and most nights, you look at the teams, it's only favored by a goal and a half on most nights because it is so hard to predict who's going to do what in a hockey game. Like Buffalo Sabres 5-1 over Montreal, Ottawa Senators over Toronto, another team out of the playoffs against a team that's supposedly looking at being a, a Stanley Cup contender. Um, I, I just think that this loss is magnified and made so much worse because of the score. Yeah. Because it, it really doesn't tell the story of what this game was. I And honestly, at that point where they had that three-on-two the Schmaltz Keller um, to Kraus play, mm-hmm. where Kraus, if he just gets it over the pad, this is a completely different yeah. hockey game. Yeah. And I thought early in the second period, even though they were down, the Coyotes had the better of the chances yeah. offensively. No, I I agree, and we all know three one is the worst lead in hockey. So <laughs> there was there was. Wait, a we chance. gotta talk about that. Segment. What was that? The two goal lead. I'll, I'll take a two goal lead all day long. They, you say that all the time. I've heard it for twenty years. Bad lead, worst lead in hockey is two goal lead, and I don't know why. Well, I think it's a good thing. Maybe but we should maybe we should look into the history of that comment. Um, somebody did say in the chat, Kraus seemed like he had more bite to his game than he's had in previous years. He had some nastiness to him. I loved it, and we agreed. And actually, um, we decided that Lawson Kraus is our DraftKings king of the game. DraftKings king of the game. Um, one assist, three shots on goal, sixteen thirty three time on ice. He also got in a fight um at the end of the game, so. You know, he really made himself known, and we, we noted him in the preseason as somebody who's really kind of stepped up um, this this year, and he he showed that in this first game. And like we just talked about that that 
close chance in the second period, but he he was somebody who stood out to us. Um, he just needed more ice yeah. time, and and I think every year for Lawson Kraus, it's been is it going to be this year? Is it going to be this year that he breaks out? We've we've seen glimpses off and on, and last year was the year of the post where he just couldn't score. He kept hitting dinging the puck off the post and. You know, maybe this is his year. I think playing, I saw the chemistry with Smolch and Keller. Um, we gave Kraus the king of the game because he worked really hard. Um, I think Keller is a close runner up. He gets yeah. the power play goal and Keller skated really well. Like he had some effort, uh, effort in his game. And the other guy we haven't talked about, who was kind of a surprise maybe to be even in the lineup tonight was Phil Kessel. Yeah. Hill Kessel continuing his Ironman streak, um, officially extended that to 901 games. So he's coming up on that record, um, but he was injured in the preseason. So his game tonight was his first time getting game action um, so far. So it's good to see him back. on. Yeah, the I think, I think Cameron Paul says, do you go with Hutton in Buffalo? And this is again where goaltending is such a big part of this game and trying to play that chess game of what happens the thought process is going to be this. They're going to think about this tonight. The, Corey Schwab, the goaltender coach, is going to talk to Andre Turney, and they'll talk about this tonight on the plane because they're flying to Buffalo tonight on what they do next. Like, Do you get Hutton right back, get him right back on the horse? He's going against his old team. He's playing in a rink that he knows really well, in a city he knows really well. Do you get him back on the ice? Take Steven thinks they would since it's a revenge game, right? Yeah, and so, so do you get him back on the horse? The problem, if you sit him, and you don't play him on Saturday, you don't, then you fly home, you don't play for a while. So it goes right back to the same formula they had in preseason. You got to play games. Yeah. So if, again, if it's me, I'm throwing Hutton back out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're rolling the dice, let him play at home, his ho- last home, not his home now, but playing in Buffalo, let him show what he can do against his old team. And, and maybe he catches a spark and puts this right back on track quickly because if it sits and he doesn't play and they get a win, now what do you do? Yeah. Now he's your backup as of game three? Yeah. So I, I'd go back with him. But again, I'm sitting here drinking yeah. beer. And <laughs> <laughs> there, well, you did, you, you there at the rink. You so. mentioned Roll of the Dice. We mentioned Lawson Krauss as our DraftKings king of the game. And, you know, Betting, sports betting is here in Arizona, and we can bet on things. <laughs> yes, we can <laughs> now, and we do. We can bet on hockey. Surprisingly, um, it, it, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hit one of these parlays yet. I promise. Like I get so good. two out of three legs, and you go, oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll this weekend. We'll for and the thing that I'm most looking forward to, and, and I'll look in a little bit, but I really want to know that that what the line is going to be the Coyotes at the Sabers. Although the Sabers, like you said, just won their game tonight. Um, against Montreal, and the Coyotes just lost 8-2. So do, do they make, is Buffalo going to be the favorite in that game? We will see. I, I think it'll be my guess, and then we'll, we'll we'll bet on this. I'll say it'll be Buffalo minus one and a half come Saturday. Okay, my, well, we'll keep an we'll eye on We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Because we'll be here again. Yes, and you can 81 find... <laughs> more times. <laughs> yes, this is just one of 82. One of know? 82. And it's, again, the standings, it's one game. Exactly. Like, it's one game. It's not... Luckily, it was on the road, too, so they didn't have to do this at home. You go with the emotion of Columbus, all they went through. The, the, the biggest problem, and Craig will attest to this once he gets, hopefully Craig joins yes, Craig, us. Yes, Craig will be joining us We're, live from he, Columbus, by yeah. the way. He's just going to uh, 
the post-game presser. So stay tuned for Craig. But So, <laughs> you know, he can tell us the big thing about this is they have this cannon. I'm sure they saw on TV, the cannon in Columbus oh that gosh, goes after the their goals. Oh, it is so <laughs> painful. And it goes over and over. And it is so loud. And it's on the end behind the goalie. It went off eight times. Yeah, behind the coyote, closer to the coyote's bench. And it's just, just absolutely painful. To have yeah. that go off over and well, over and over Speaking again. of over, congrats to all the over betters in this game tonight. Um, and be sure to check out DraftKings. And when you do, sign up using our promo code PHNX. And if you bet just $1 on any NFL game, you'll get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's a no-brainer bet. Um, and you can put those free bets toward learning how to bet on hockey, which is something that I'm going to start to do because hockey season's here. It is here, everyone. So that's $1 on any NFL game, $100 in free bets when you sign up using that promo code PHNX. Um, 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. I've Oh, is Beanie enjoying not having to share time yeah. with Craig? <laughs> I want to say I get a word in Edge, but I don't have a problem getting my words in. I know. I talk plenty. I feel like Leah. We're getting to hear Leah because... Yeah. <laughs> We do the miss Quiet Craig. Please sign has arrived, by the way. So we, stay tuned goodness, for that to gonna, make its debut. We miss Craig. <laughs> we, do, we do miss Craig. He uh, he was at Tim same. Hortons today. I haven't had Tim Hortons in almost two years. I'm very sad about it. So, so. we're jealous of Craig being in Columbus I'm right now. I'm jealous of Craig being in Columbus because I want Tim Hortons, and there's a Tim Hortons. Yeah, there attached is. To there the was arena. A, Wasn't there a Tim Hortons here? Was there a Tim Hortons? It was here? inside Healy River Arena, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they replaced it with Dunkin' Donuts. It's yep. fine. I'm I'm fine. Sorry. Um, anyway, I've also seen a lot of comments about my shirt. This shirt, the PHNX. I shirt. actually got that shirt too. Almost wore it tonight. You should, it was I that mean, close. Scratch it and claw. But I went scratch and claw. It's, it's for also relevant, night. you know. But uh, you can you can find this shirt and all of our other amazing PHNX shirts, including the Coyote <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I don't. I'm honest. Well, maybe not that much. <laughs> oh my gosh! At the PHNX locker, um, and uh, right now there is a. If you sign up for an annual membership and you use the code Coyotes2021, you'll get a $60 gift card to the PHNX Locker. So $60, yeah, $60 gift card. That's two shirts, pretty much. That's with the code Coyotes2021 right now if you sign up for the annual membership. So head over to gophnx.com to sign up for your annual membership. Use that code Coyotes2021 to get $60 to the PHNX Locker so you can get our awesome Coyote shirt, which is just crushing it. You can get this awesome shirt that PD and I That's the one I went with. That's been my first. Aaron got the Diamondback shirt, many. which looks amazing. Um, so check it out. Um, so many good perks to becoming a member. You can join our members-only Discord. It was popping off tonight um everyone talking about the game craig pd and i jump in there pretty much daily um you can read all of craig's stories at gophnext.com just a lot of perks to being a member but right now that deal with that code coyotes 2021 when you sign up for the annual membership it's a really can't miss uh, to get that 60 dollars gift card to the locker and i know craig's got a lot to write about over this last 24 hours that he's going to get out later tonight so be looking for that if you stay up late you might get it tonight otherwise you'll get it tomorrow morning bob asked should they have pulled hutton <sighs> Again, that this goes so hard. It's game one. So what that can do to set up the rest of your season, me personally, I probably would have pulled him. If I'm if I'm running that bench, I pull Hutton and I tell you why. 
because now it's much easier to go back to him for game two. You're resting him. You're tired. Hey, the team didn't help you out tonight. It was pucks off of shin pads and sticks. We're going to give you a little more rest. We'll have you ready for Saturday. Get right back in there. But again, as we've said already once tonight, I'm sitting here in a studio in Phoenix drinking beer. I'm not there. So those guys, those guys are the ones that their jobs are on the line making those decisions. I consider it's really easy for me to say, yeah, they should have pulled Hutton. So I I know I played goal. Granted, it wasn't at this level. It was in college and <laughs> high school. And in, in college, I've had bad nights in college. And you want to get the hell out of there. It's hard. Yeah. And when that's not going your way and things are going in, and the man, cannon it's tough. just keeps going off. Yeah, you just, you honestly, you <laughs> just want to run and hide and you can't. So it'll be interesting to see what the discussions go on the plane ride tonight. It's going to be tough. Um, okay, here's a question from someone who is a member. Um, should the Coyotes consider one of their later seconds between 49 and 64 and trade it for Vitaly? Oh my gosh, you're hitting me with a hard name. Kravtsov? <sighs> um, give And give him a chance on the roster. I didn't even know where to go with that. I I, I don't think anything. I, the the reality is they're going to get rid of some of their their those picks. They have so many ten picks in the first two rounds. They are going to get rid of some of those picks by the time the draft happens. It's not going to happen now. Like we're one game in. This is this is going to be a long process. And you know we you you want you're on that edge of embracing the tank or not? Yeah. It's it's we, we saw it and talked in the preseason. We're five and one, and maybe there's a hope. And these guys get together and and they work really hard. And then you start off with an eight two loss. It's it's a balancing act. And then you go, oh, but that's okay because we want to lose because we want to get Shane right. And then Saturday we're gonna go through the same thing again, yeah. hoping we win and okay if we lose. And, and it's just gonna be that kind of season. If you really want to see the long term success of this franchise. It's going to be done through the draft over the next yeah. two seasons. And I, I mean, I saw a lot of tweets tonight from people. It was like, you know, people saying, we, I knew this was what was going to happen, but it still doesn't make it any more fun. And I think that's something important to acknowledge. And I, I mentioned it on our live show um, the other day, PD, when you were out of town. But, you know, it, in theory, it makes sense. You have the worst record. You draft the highest. You rebuild, you know, you draft amazing prospects, rebuild over time. All of that sounds. Oh, oh look who's wow. here! Good afternoon. Oh my gosh! Why bother? <laughs> Seriously? All right. Cr- there he is. Oh my god! Why bother? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Show's over. You pass the baton to Craig. What's going on, guys? We're having a beer, Craig. Cheers! Cheers! Oh, I wish I had one right here. <laughs> Craig, can you break that down from us from your end? How's your ears after the eight-time cannon blast? Oh, I'm sorry, Petey. Did you say something? <laughs> See how good he is yeah, with that? Was, That's the uh, kind of wit and humor we're missing from the show tonight. <laughs> you guys didn't find any humor in this? Yeah. You know, honestly, Craig, we, we've been saying there were some bright spots, though. And there was a point in the second period after that amazing chance by Lawson Kraus on the passing play by the top line that this could have gone maybe not all the way to a win for the Coyotes, but clearly could have gone the other way. Yeah, there were a couple of chances. Lawson Krause was one of them. Clayton Keller had one right after him 
a couple of golden opportunities that maybe could have altered the complexion of this game, but there were a lot of defensive zone breakdowns. Anton Strawman said after the game they were just backing off too much. There were mistakes at the uh, offensive blue line that led to odd man rushes. I didn't think they got very good goaltending tonight, either from Carter Hutton. You know, uh, Peter, you and I had talked about him being off, I think, for nine days it was between that last preseason game he played and this first regular season game. They didn't think it was a concern. I'm not sure they're going to admit it, but he didn't look sharp to me tonight. I know there were deflections. There was some bad luck, but he's got to make some of those saves, and he didn't tonight. And as a result, we have the worst season opening loss in Coyotes slash Jets franchise history. Really? All the way back to Winnipeg? All the way back to Winnipeg. Okay, so Craig, one of the things that happened on the show, we had a lot, we've had a lot of viewer comments tonight, a lot of people talking in the show. And I'm going to throw this to you because you also played in the net. (laughs) Two questions, two part questions. Getting the insider goalie perspective here. Should they have pulled (laughs) Carter Hutton and did he want to get pulled? Second question, who plays Saturday? First question, um, I don't know if you wanted to get pulled because we didn't talk to Carter Hutton after the game. Um, I was wondering the same thing. As it started to spiral out of hand, I was wondering if they should maybe take him out. I don't know. It's the first game of the season, so maybe you don't worry about that as much since he's trying to get his feet wet. But, man, it was definitely something that I thought about. And, uh, you know, they weren't ready to commit to who was going to play in that next game. My guess, though, Petey, is they're going to go right back to him because – they're going to want him to get back on the horse after this kind of performance. See? Again, <laughs> Andre Turin, you said, yeah, Andre Turin you said after the game that you don't put all this on Carter Hutton, and clearly there were breakdowns in front of him. But again, he's got to make some of those saves to make the team feel a little more confident in front of him as well. So it's a two-way street. Yeah, and what are the other bright spots you saw? I mean, I, I know it's an A2 loss, and, and we talked about – uh, Clayton Keller, I thought, skated well tonight. I thought he looked good, and, and probably the best he's looked clearly through the, through preseason and training camp. Do you have any other bright spots that you could find from tonight? I thought Lawson Krause played well tonight as well. Um, you know, he had the missed chance, but he he set up Anton Strahlman's goal. He almost set up Nick Schmaltz on another one. I thought he played pretty well in this game, but listen, going beyond that, when you're losing 8-2, it's hard to find a lot of bright spots, Petey. That's, yeah. This is the proverbial flush it kind of game where you have to move past it. Unfortunately, <laughs> with what we're expecting from the Coyotes this season, you wonder how many more of these you're going to see. Yeah. And this, I know, you, I don't know if you can see it from here, Craig, but I did bring a whiteboard in <laughs> to it so I could break down plays. We're not going to do that tonight. <laughs> yeah. At one point he wrote on there, Need to save. Need to save. We need to save. We need to save. And and again, you don't want to blame it on Carter Harden, but but the difference tonight's the goaltending. Like Coyotes outshot them. You've got a scoring, you've got a shooting percentage above 30% for the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's literally unheard of. Like the number for Carter Hutton to dig himself out of this statistical hole is going to take a very long time. And unfortunately, all of those goals got hung on him. So it's going to be a tough, tough battle back. And again, not putting it all on Carter Hutton. I know he's sitting there going, I should have had some of those. I want some of those back. Um, I thought the power play, you know, great getting a late goal. How hard is Columbus killing up eight to one? I, I don't know. But having uh, Clayton Keller, you know, at least get his first goal under his belt early is a great sign for him. I thought it was a great shot. He beat a goalie clean with no screen, no tip. Um, another bright spot tonight, but but again, we're really searching to find something to hang our hat on. Petey, I'm wondering what they're doing with the power play right now. Um, 
it, what's Jacob Chikrin's role and why isn't he playing a more prominent role? Some of that is, you know, he was out on the PK and some of it is, you know, flow of the game where you don't want to overtax a guy with minutes. But I, I was a little surprised with what they were doing on the power play. Any thoughts on that? Well, yeah. And, and we talked and Craig, there's so many questions like that. And, and we talked about, we talked about Chikrin's D pair. It's going to be Strawman. It's going to be Strawman. It's going to be Strawman. And then it's not Strawman. And then you look at the power play. Well, wow, here's Chikrin's got to be coming over the boards and it's got to spare. And well, I don't know. A lot of surprises. In like, the, in yeah, the, the, the line matchups. The only thing I liked that they did tonight was the B, you know, the first line was great and Beagle Russell together. And again, Dimitri Jaskin on that line, I I don't know what he did. So, yeah, uh, yeah the power play, when it was successful last season, and I, we can't compare, but a lot of the, the power play guys, honestly, are back. But one of the areas that they have guys back, and it ran through Jacob Chikrin. It was getting him the one-timer, getting him the shot from the top of the umbrella and that just I didn't see that tonight. We 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 talked about how little we talked about Chikrin tonight. Yeah, that's I mean that's one of the things that I noticed tonight and I you know you you weigh everything against okay, this team really doesn't want to be successful, but I don't think it's going to those sorts of depths where you're going to take guys away from the strengths of their game. So I'm wondering how much of that right now is a different system, them still getting a feel for their personnel, or if, if this is actually what we're going to see because it it was a little bizarre not seeing the power play run through Jacob Chikrin tonight. Yeah, and I, and I don't know. Again, we one of the questions earlier is about their system play. And to be honest, it's hard to have a really good tight system play game when you're down 7-1. to one. <laughs> it, it, Things fall off the rails. And so – you're going to reset. You won't take a lot from this game. They're going to get up tomorrow morning. They'll be in Buffalo by the time they wake up. It'll be a new day and it'll be a new game. And now it's going to, honestly, it's going to, going to be interesting to see how they react on Saturday. Do they change the line mats up? Does somebody else jump into the lineup? Um, do they mix the D pairs up? I, I, I think there are, not to panic, you don't want to reset everything, but they haven't kept consistent lines through any of the preseason games. To start this, so what's making line changes now? If they would have kept them all together for six games, you'd go, okay, let's not panic. But they haven't done that. Like has Kraus, Kraus Keller and, and Schmaltz, I I don't, I'd have to go back and watch all the games again, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> I don't know if they played together in the preseason. Yeah, Christian Fisher was at center tonight. Yeah, we saw that we, late in the preseason. Yeah, we talked that was, about that. That was interesting too. I, I know it's a lot of experimentation going on right now and, and some of it is maybe you just don't have guys that you can fill those holes. But Christian Fisher at center was yeah, it was odd to me. Yeah, it was a surprise. Even though we saw it in that that one game, I, I just didn't expect to see it here. You know, and, and Boyd was out of the lineup. And I, again, I, I think this whole thing is going to be so fluid throughout the season that it's almost going to be unimportant to even focus on the line combinations because I think we're going to see a lot of experimentation. By the way, I think there's a beer league go- game going on behind me here at Nationwide Arena. So Seriously? I keep hearing all these shouts. I'm not going to try and mess with the camera because I don't want to mess what, with this angle, but I, I wish you could, I could show you the We cannot see right it. So that, are you in the main rink or are you the practice rink? No, I'm in the main rink. And they have a beer league on the main rink after? Yeah, there's something crazy going on there right now. Uh, it might that. be the... Uh, it might be worth watching, actually. The, so, Craig, uh, the game tonight certainly wasn't. We, what, what, <laughs> so, what happens now, Craig? You 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 don't fly till tomorrow, so you've got the night in lovely downtown Columbus, Ohio. What's next? You got to get dinner. We, we, look, we froze up there for a minute. Oh, am I, oh, are you there? Did you hear my question? Oh, I'm Craig? back. 
I'm back here. I did. Uh, well, I, I heard part of it. You ask you what, what happens tomorrow. Petey, my flight's at uh, like six o'clock in the morning. So, you know, you guys are cutting into my sleep time here. Basically. Wow. In that case, let me yeah, ask what, you another question. Um, what did, wow. What else? While you guys drink your beers, by the way. I know. I got my scratch and climb going. I'm just kicking. Honestly, Craig, this is bad. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I saved I want- my blue jacket cookie for later. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got exactly. that going save for it me. for the plane. Um, what I want to know is what else did Coach Turney have to say in his availability post game? It's it just, you know, after a loss like this, you, you got to ask some questions, but you almost feel, you know, the first game of the season where you're expecting a team to be bad and they were really bad and it was just a complete breakdown. It's hard. You almost feel sympathetic asking a guy any questions. I mean, he, it was mostly, honestly, platitudes and, and, and basically what we all saw. It was It was them backing down. It was defensive zone breakdowns. It was not finishing their chances. It was... A goaltender. He, although he didn't, he didn't really say Carter Hutton was at fault. We could, we could see he was at fault on a couple of those goals. Your goalie's got to make some of those saves in order to keep you in a game. So, it was team wide. What are you going to say other than we move on, we fly to Buffalo, we forget about this one, and try and put in a, a better effort in the next game? But they, they got a lot of work to do in the in the practice tomorrow in Buffalo. And this, the other thing we said, Craig, is it's hard because we go into the game going. Oh, gosh, it's an exciting preseason and they're doing good things and maybe, maybe, maybe. So you want them to do well. And then when it's over, you go, oh, but it's okay. They lost because we want to lose. It's such a yeah, hard a spot dichotomy, to be in. Isn't it? Yeah. It, is I, so it is. So we're all going, hey, it's okay because five years from now, we might lift the Stanley Cup because of this. And it's really, really hard to do as a fan because you want your team to win. It's It's... It's difficult. And I know as the season goes on, we'll be flipping the standings upside down and it's the, you know, from worst to first and the chase for right and all of those things will be true. But it's game one did not. uh, I clearly didn't see an an A2 drubbing coming. I didn't see it. (laughs) No. And and look, I don't I don't expect it to be this bad all season. But wow, what a start. And is, is anyone out there? Still believing that that five and one preseason meant anything after, after what we well, I don't know. Today. I'm reading the comments, and Andrew might be right. The under of 67 and a half points, you might want to jump on that one. <laughs> because, are, we, are we back on this now? Have you guys been talking DraftKings? Yeah, we we got to talk our DraftKings. We got the king of the game was yep. Lawson Kraus. Yeah, we said, we said we said Lawson Kraus. We picked your guy. We the king of the game. That's a fair pick. That's See, we're on the same pick. page, Craig, and we're. A thousand miles away. Someone will correct my geography because I don't know how far away we are. We are not on the same page. Because you guys are drinking beers and I'm standing in a press box and you should see what this uh, computer just balanced on. I'm not going to say it on the show. <laughs> I'll reveal it at some later time. <laughs> oh, no. And plus, it's 1030 at night for yeah. you. So it's late. We're Craig, early. Craig, I fly out in seven and a half hours. Jacob said you're 1,662 miles away. Look at the math. Look at that. that I know. Math. That's our crack. Hey, by the way, did, did all the other tank teams end up winning tonight? Um. Yeah, Buffalo won. Buffalo won five, five to one. one against Montreal. And who else is tank team? Ottawa won. They beat Toronto. So yeah, they scored, Ottawa scored three goals in one period. I do Toronto. believe Tampa is now zero and two. Are we putting Tampa in the tank teams, or are they going to be okay? <laughs> Tampa's. Yeah. Oh wait, no, Tampa they tied it. Not in the tank teams, but they tied, oh, they tied it. it six, six six against Detroit. Six. They okay, just tied it. Yeah, that's six, the one six team. Going Detroit. To I still think Detroit's sort of a cut above. But I saw Anaheim won last night, so you know. I do have to say, the tank is yeah. off to a good start. People should this first week of the NHL like bet the over. Yeah, <laughs> like, bet, wow. it's it's tough. Like Anaheim's another team, Craig, that I watched play. There's no way I would have said that was going to happen. Now Colorado, on the other hand, 
Darcy Kemper, and I know we're digressing in another track here, but we are from DNVR and the All City thing. But Darcy Kemper last night, they're Colorado's up. They're winning the game. They're out shooting Chicago 23 to 14. It's a two-goal game, and they give up a breakaway to Chicago. Darcy Kemper doesn't make that save. It's 3-2 in a different game. Darcy makes the save. And that's what you're going to ask for in Colorado from Darcy Kemper. And that's why right now, on paper and on the ice, I I don't see who's going to stop that Colorado avalanche. I just don't. They're too fast, too strong, too offensively gifted, and they've got great goaltending. So there's something Is this going to be our default now? Yeah, I'm going to Denver. Company. Like when we don't want to talk about the Coyotes anymore, yeah. we'll just talk about the Avalanche. <laughs> I think it's fair, right? Just talk about Darcy Hember. He, he, management lives in Denver. What are they going to do? <laughs> we'll go to the Kemper card. Oh my gosh. Um, well, well, Craig, is is there anything else that you want to add from tonight's game? We'll we'll let you go since you got an early flight, but final thoughts. Unless you, you want to do the read. <laughs> Definitely don't want to do the read for you, Petey. That's all you, buddy. Because I think I it's have, coming. I do have five takeaways coming from this game. Now, as people probably have figured out uh, after following me for a while, not all of those are game-related. And this is one of those games where I'll probably keep it e- to even less game-related <laughs> notes. But I will have five takeaways. I, I may get it up tonight since I have to fly out so early. I mean, what's the difference? I don't want to post it in the morning anyway, but... You'll have five takeaways when you wake up tomorrow, Coyotes fans, if you can bear to read anything more from this game or <laughs> ingest anything more from this game. At GoPHNX. At, yeah, GoPHNX.com. Well, thank you so much, Thanks, Craig. Craig. Get some rest. Go get us some wins, Craig. <laughs> I will try. Tell Jacob to cut me off because I don't want to bend over and show you what uh, this uh, computer is resting Our on. Our fans don't want you to bend over Bye, either. Lead us right into Lee the already window. cut me off earlier. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, is he still there? Is he gone? He's he, he's gone. There he goes. Well, that was Craig Morgan joining us live from Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. It's 10:36 p.m. there. He has his 6 a.m. flights. That's that's a that's a grinder. Yeah, right and they're there. talking about is Craig going to do this all the time? He's traveling about 50% of the time. I mean, he's not going to make every trip, um, but he is going to be on the road a lot and I think it provides great content not only for this show but for his written content because he's getting um, the ability to talk to players, practice days, travel days, game days. So I think it's really good for, for yeah. PHNX that he's he's embedded with the team. So I think it's going to provide really good content yeah. uh, and, on the website. And he will be going to Buffalo, and I did pull up the line. So the Coyotes are um, uh, plus 100 underdogs, and you're right, it's a one and a half mm-hmm. um, on the puck line. So, so they're so minus one and a half. There you go. If you, if you think the Coyotes are going to have a bounce back game against the Sabres, you can check that out on the draw. Oh my gosh, it just. Oh no, it didn't just oh. change. I thought it just the the page just moved, so something refreshed, but that wasn't it. But that just goes to show you how fast <laughs> DraftKings is on top of their stuff. Um, seriously, it's it's the it's so easy to use, um, and everything is super accurate. And it was just uh, the NHL at DraftKings are. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Um, that was just announced this week. So. Um, you're going to find probably the best lines out there for NHL on DraftKings, so you can check that out. Sign up using our code PHNX. Place a $100 bet on any NFL game. No, a $1 bet on any NFL game. A hundred. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that beer. It's I have another me. one. I have another oh, one. It's because Petey forgot to order pizza. I know. So we were supposed to have, but we haven't eaten. Stomach. I was supposed to get pizza. He, was gonna, he said he's going to order pizza. I and did. And he got on one of his classic phone calls. Phone calls. And I know. 
Should have been with the pizza place, but here we are. Um, Anyway, that's $1 on any NFL game to receive $100 in free bets when you sign up using the promo code PHNX and either team scores a point in that game, which is a no-brainer. And, uh, you know, I think the Coyotes are looking for some their confidence going into Buffalo, and maybe they can do that. Get some confidence because... (laughs) Are you ready, Jacob? Are you ready? This is... I've been off for three days so buckle up on this one ready (laughs) he's been stewing on this (laughs) support for the phnx coyotes post game show is brought to you by our friends at manscaped the leaders in male grooming join the two million men worldwide who trust manscaped and the two million partners who are glad they did manscaped.com for 20 percent off and free shipping use the code phnx and as many of you know i left town over the last few days and had very long plane rides across the country (laughs) And just have a little bit of advice for you. Before your plane departs, clean up your parts. If you have a long five-hour flight, don't be itching and scratching. Be completely relaxing. Before your seatbelt goes click, trim up your ears and nose. Now you're going to go stick. Yep, but I didn't because this is a family show. Next time you leave town, make a clean getaway with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX.com at at PHNX (laughs) at manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Wow. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts. People are in our Slack talking about your manscaping. Cheers to that. Pete. Did you miss that? Cheers. Cheers we, to that. We missed your manscape. 81 to go. I was doing and And the truth is, sitting on a plane for five and a half hours made me think of those things because they are all true. <laughs> Clean up. Oh, my gosh. Well, the coyote should uh, think about doing that for their, their flight tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a long flight for them, even though it's, it's a very short, short flight. flight, but it's going to be long. It's tough. They're going to they're gonna reset. They're going to flush that one, and tomorrow is a new day. And I tell you what, the good news for them, it's a day game on Saturday, and they'll be playing again before you know it. And, Petey, um, from just a coaching point of view, you've maybe not – do you remember a time there was – the last time the Coyotes lost 8-2 or just times where – You know, there have, and, and it's – like I remember going into Tampa Bay and getting blown out by six and seven goals, and I, we've gone into Winnipeg and get – you know, you get blown out. Just absolutely miserable – but what the coaching staff does, and they need to do, and they will do here too, it's you can't learn from this game. The, the, the footage, the video footage, there's so much going on. If they get up tomorrow and do this big, long video session, it's going to fall on deaf yeah. ears. So you just, you'll honestly, you'll get up, you'll have a meeting, you'll say, let's flush this one, let's reset, let's start planning for the next game against Buffalo. And I, and I think there's frustration, but they're going to look at this and go, hey, it bounces off of sticks. We did a lot of good things right. And we said this for preseason. Coach Turney is going to have to find those bright spots during the season. He's going to have to go, okay, we lost, but, you know, there were some good things. We got Keller going on the power play. That top line looked good together. Um, You've got to find those little wins or you won't be able to play the next day. Yeah. So fans, same thing. Flush it. We'll go the next day. Yep, for sure. And another thing that we didn't um, mention was the – um, alternate captains in tonight's oh, yeah. game. So um, Andrew Ladd, Jacob Chikrin, and Jay Beagle. And um, Jay Beagle earlier this morning talked about what it meant to him to get that A. Yeah, 
it's always a obviously a, a huge privilege. Um, that's something that, um, you know, it, it's something that uh, I've always um, not really cared if I had a letter on. Uh, it's something that I, I, I do what I do. Uh, I try and lead by example and, and just be who I am, not someone that I'm not um, throughout my whole career. And, um, but it's always a huge privilege, obviously, to, to wear an A. So um, I don't take it lightly, and I'll try and uh, continue to lead by example and, and do what I can to, to help our team succeed every night. And I thought he was good on the penalty kill tonight. I thought he and Roussel are a good tandem. And I thought they, they're they two guys that you know where you're going to get out of them every night. They're going to work hard. They're going to play hard. They're going to bring that attitude to the ice. And I thought he was he was pretty good in the circle tonight, in the face-off circle. Um, so, yeah, I think they made a, made a good call. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, we'll be we'll be with you Coyotes fans all season long. It's going to be long. on how many periods did we say are left? <laughs> What's it? I don't remember. There's a lot. <laughs> Two full. <laughs> Two hundred and forty. The countdown least. is on. And that doesn't. And there's probably going to yeah, be probably overtime. a couple of overtimes and shootouts. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shane. Shane. <sighs> Shane. Anyway, but we'll be with you the whole way. Coyotes fans. And let's find the bright spots where yes, we can find them. Exactly. Um, we will be. Oh, yeah. there it is. The rebuild the reminder. The rebuild reminder. We're in the doghouse this <laughs> yeah. year, but it won't last yeah. forever. The rebuild reminder. Nothing lasts forever. Don't forget that. Um, and you can follow along with all of our coverage. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. A reminder that if we hit 5,000 Twitter followers by the end of the year, Espo will put on goalie pads and take a slap shot. He's feeling a little upset that Charles Barkley I know, stole his thunder. Stole his thunder by doing that on TNT. But Charles Barkley was barely had any equipment on, and Wayne Gretzky just yeah. threw saucers at him. So we're, we're talking a real yeah. slap shot with real gear on. So, yeah. um, so. Don't worry about that. So 5,000 followers at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And be sure to follow all of our accounts, um, PHNX Sports, um, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube if you're listening to us on a podcast. Be sure to follow along. Oh, yeah. And the Roadrunners kick off their season tomorrow wow. night. So there's going to be a lot of yeah. good there. A lot of good things well. there. And we will be um, you know, following along with the Roadrunners yep. all season long. So you can find Roadrunners coverage with us, too. And don't forget... Use that code Coyotes2021 um, when you sign up for an annual membership right now to get $60 to the PHNX Locker. You can get awesome shirts like this one. Um, and, and yeah, that, that, that concludes our first, our first post-game show. Cheers, one. There's going to be a lot one, more One of, of 82, and we'll be back oh. with an audio episode for you tomorrow and another live post-game after the Coyotes game in Columbus. In it's, it's a day game. so Buffalo. Did I say Columbus? You did. It's okay. Like I said, Petey forgot to order the pizza. I know. So. <laughs> I do, baby, I'll bring someone. We'll have some Saturday morning pizza. Cheers. Good Cheers. night.